Guess you just don't care, huh? Lord, let me know if you got us. Preaching about profits. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess. Goddess. Got it. Welcome to the Strong Women Power Half Hour, your podcast and radio show to encourage, educate, and empower you on your path through womanhood. I'm your host and women's empowerment specialist, Kelly Hickey. I'm the director of Strong Women Co., a company designed to help women be their strongest, happiest, and healthiest selves. We have one-on-one programs, workshops, and more. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for daily inspiration and motivation. Of course, join our free online tribe to connect with women all over the world. Links in the show notes. And please make sure to subscribe to our podcast to get all the upcoming shows. And of course, sharing is caring. If there's anything in this show that you think another person in your life could benefit from hearing the message or the encouragement or support, please share. This is why I do the work I do so that I can help uh, and we can help each other um, on this path through womanhood at this very interesting time in human existence that needs us to get up on our feet and, and uh, raise our voices and, uh, you know, and, and whatever that means for us so that we can build a better world uh, that is aching to be born. And uh, every, every woman I've ever spoken to and um, all of the good men I, I have spoken to also feel this in their bones. So what an interesting time to be alive, right? Of course, uh, I am Kelly. As I mentioned, I'm a Newfoundlander, Canadian, coming to you from a city just south of Amsterdam in the Netherlands. I'm so thrilled to have you here today. A really interesting topic that I'm going to dive into that came up uh, in a couple of my clients this week. Um, And uh, it's something that I've been wanting to talk to you folks about uh, as, as another kind of a tool in our own personal empowerment, in owning our own energy and stopping our own victimization and thoughts about the world happening to us. And, uh, you know, this is uh, really owning our own energy is something that um, we need uh, to do so that we can stand in our power and so that we can understand our power and then use it to the best of our abilities. But before we get into the topic of the show, let's do our usual uh, three breaths. Uh, So before I even get into the breaths, I want you to just take a minute and notice what's going on in your body. A little bit of body awareness right now. Our bodies are wonderful communicators. Um, We might not always listen. But I, I put an effort into listening to my body when she, when she talks lowly or, or even whispers uh, instead of what I did when I was younger, which was I would only listen when she screams. <laughs> so how do you listen to your body? How often do you take time to check in with your body? So I'm going to do a little body awareness uh, check-in before we uh, do our breaths because this is, again, part of owning our energy is ha- seeing how we feel the somatic body we're in this this bag of bones and muscles and blood that's made up of the same things that make up all of the the stars and the planets and the moons and the asteroids you know we're all made from these same building blocks and so what's going on uh with your vehicle that brings you along in this beautiful life so i was going to ask you to close your eyes if you can 
although you can do this body scan as well uh, when you if you're driving or walking I want you to just ask your body how she is what's going on just take a notice of your ankles your hips your shoulders your back your jaw your ears your fingers give a little love to all of it and if there is something that has given you a little little communication of hey I could use some love <laughs> you can do a nice stretch and breathe through it listen to that body you can send a little bit of love and tell that part of your body it's okay there's all kinds of studies that that show when we tell our body it's okay there's a biochemical reaction uh, that that's that's a calming thing uh, it's you know just like if you you can soothe a, a child or, 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 or a pet or you know a friend we can also soothe ourselves and this is part of owning our own energy and taking responsibility for it so with all of that if your eyes are still closed great um, if not we're gonna take our breaths now so we're gonna breathe in nice and easy through our nose here we go hold it in our lungs for just a minute or a moment let it out through your mouth Another one just like that, breathing in through the nose. Nice and slow. Hold. Breathe it out through your mouth. A couple of easy breaths here. Notice how even just taking a few breaths in this moment slows things down, makes things more manageable, makes things more clear. Feel the cool air going in through your nose and the warm air leaving. You can find this piece at any time. All right, one big breath. Here we go in through the nose. We're going to hold it and stretch our lungs. Ready, go. Hold. Stretch out those big, beautiful lungs. Imagine all the oxygen going into your lungs, into your blood. Let it out with a sigh. <sighs> all right. Let's do this. Okay, so the topic of this show is owning our own energy. You're like, what does that mean, Kelly? Might have got an idea from a little bit of the intro there. Um, but this is, uh, this is actually one of the most powerful pieces I have gained personally in my own personal empowerment story. Um, and then also in helping clients, um, owning their power, on embodying their power, uh, feeling strong, feeling like life doesn't happen to you, you know, and instead that you are an agent of your own life. You are capable and, and you um, make decisions and, and you, you take responsibility for your side of the street. All of these things are about owning uh, your own your own energy. And uh, uh, this was this t today's show um, was inspired by uh, it coming up on a couple of calls this week with my wonderful clients. Shout out to you, lovely, lovely women. Um, and then also in my own my own life, of course, um, in uh, in just kind of astrological terms, there is a solar eclipse next week. Um, so you know the legend has it, of course, uh, when the solar eclipse comes up, and th this has been legend for thousands of years. 
is uh, that you know a lot comes up to be faced, and it's up to us to figure out how we want to move forward with what is coming up to be faced and healed from. And we can take responsibility for our own um, energy. We can put our head in the sand, and sometimes we got to do that. I'm not faulting anyone. We are all on our own paths. But if you are listening to this podcast, I know it's because you are a mighty person who is looking uh, to make their lives better, to to own your happiness, to own your energy, to to figure out how to create a, a better life for yourself and your loved ones and maybe even a better future for us all. And so uh, um, the first time I ever heard this concept of owning the energy um, that you have, that you bring into a room, was on um, one of those Super Soul Sundays that um, Oprah had on. I don't know if anyone, you guys probably listened to some of that. And um, uh, Oprah had on this um, wonderful uh, doctor who had gone through a stroke. And she wasn't just a doctor. uh, She was also a a Harvard-trained neuroscientist. And uh, you may have heard of her, Dr. Jill Bolt-Taylor. She was pretty big in the TEDx um, speaking uh, platform and on YouTube when that was really big. Um, and in 96, she experienced severe hemorrhage in the left hemisphere of her brain, causing her to lose the ability to walk, talk, read, write, and recall any of her life. So w- what a what a blank slate and rebirth. And in her memoir, My Stroke of Insight, she documents her experience uh, with the stroke and the eight-year recovery. Uh, and this was a huge bestseller uh, that, that was on. But I loved, uh, I'm going give, to give you a little clip of the conversation between her and Oprah that kind of broke this concept open to me um, maybe t- 10 or 12 years ago. Uh, that, and, and it was so significant, it never left me. Okay, here it is. Yeah. yeah. And what, when you first arrived in the hospital, one of the things I remember you saying um, is that repeatedly mm-hmm. different people came in to do the same thing. Right, right. And that one of the first things that you learned was that Hospitals should be about conserving exactly. a patient's energy exactly. instead of taking it away. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I learned that there there are two kinds of people in the on the planet: people who bring you energy, or people who take your energy away. And that was all I had at that point. So I had this this precious little reservoir. And if someone was going to come and interact with me, I needed them to bring me themselves. I needed them to to look me in the eye and to touch me and to just bring their hope and their their energy to me as opposed to taking energy away. No, I love this. This is going to be one of my favorite quotes of all time now. I really need people to take responsibility for the kind of energy they bring to me. Amen. You write that on page 120. Nice. Yes. Oh, I needed people to be walk-in conscious. Mm-hmm. Walk in. I teach first-year medical students, so you know I'm preaching to these kids. Your patients, you they may be in this totally discombobulated condition, but when you walk in the room, you've got to show up for them 100%. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I agree. I think it should be a motto for life. Yeah. Take responsibility take for responsibility. the energy that you're Absolutely. bringing to me. That's right. And so you would ask people to soften their brows yeah. and don't come bringing me your bad energy That's into right. the room That's right. because your right hemisphere mm-hmm. could so perceive yeah. those people who were there with the intention to help you right. and those people who didn't, right. you know, really care, who were going through the motions. Yeah. So that's a, a small clip uh, and actually just reading, hearing it again 
I can remember uh, the first time this concept was given to me because um, it was not it was not something that, of course, I grew up in. And I grew up in a household where, um, you know, I don't think anyone was ever given the concept uh, of owning your own energy. Um, and my, my father had a very dominating energy as, as, as did my mother. And, uh, the whole mood of the whole family was very determinant on how, uh, what their moods were. Um, and so, the, you know, that's how I thought the way of being is you just, you just kind of go around and you, you push your own energy out into the world and, you know, you, you just, you just, uh, almost like just this bull going through. And so I loved this concept. I, I felt like it was not only taking more responsibility, it was something that I could see have have huge benefits of on on individuals and collective uh, collectively because if we owned our own energy as opposed to just exerting you know our, our wants our desires um, we could all uh, interact so much better and you know taking taking responsibility for for what you're putting out into the world is, is key and beautiful and and part of uh, the future that we want to uh, to create and i love um that you know like it's not just what you bring into the room but the other reality is like taking responsibility for the energy you just put out into the world right and you know like i'm not saying you don't have bad days and you can have bad days of course you can and of course you will um, but well, how we interact with the world is a mirror of ourselves. So if we have, you know, healthy boundaries, um, and we keep ourselves in, in a place where we are taking responsibility for our own emotions, responsibility for our own reactions, responsibility for, for who we are and what we bring, it's, um, that, that's a much more stable, uh, much more fair, um, and beautiful way to live. And so we can put, you know, and then the other reality is what we put out into the world, we get back. <laughs> that, that's the other piece of, uh, of, of karma is, um, you know, what we, what we get out. That's just physics. That's just physics. You know, every reaction has an equal and opposite reaction. That is Newtonian. That is, that is from what we can understand the law of this world and every other world we know so far, everything has a reaction. So if you're coming in, you know, cause you had a great day. You know, however, rent your you got a smile on your face. You can do this as an experiment. You walk around with a smile on your face. Other people can't even help themselves but smile back at you, right? You come home um, and you've had a bad day, and you just you're just in that energy, and you know that's going to negatively affect those those around you, and and that's not exactly fair, you know. And I'm not saying you have to be perfect, but I'm saying that you can take control of of this energy, and you can take control of what you put out into the world, and then also realize that you know karma. Do you know what karma is? Karma is action or work or a deed that has uh, and its effect and consequence. So again, it's it's just new. Newtonian. Every reaction has an equal and opposite reaction, or every action has an equal and opposite reaction. That's what karma is. And actually, uh, another thing that got me thinking of this topic was, uh, for any Taylor Swift fans out there, you'll know that she has a new album out. And the featured song of today is a song from the new t Taylor Swift album. Of course, we don't even know what the new singles or anything will be yet, I don't think. But uh, I'm going to be putting on one of the songs. Uh, it's called Karma. Um, as a featured song today, because in it, she just gets into some really great uh, topics about 
you know, owning karma and karma is a queen and karma is my boyfriend. Karma is, karma is what you put out into the world, right? So uh, one of the ways that I want us to be more conscious, more purposeful, more in control of ourselves, our present, our future, all of those things is to realize the power we have to own our energy, the power we have to create the kind of energy we want. You know, when I'm in a funk and it happens, Sure, sure does. Happens when I get in a funk. And sometimes I'm so, the word we use in Newfoundland is crooked. It's like cranky. Sometimes I'm so crooked, I'll even laugh at myself, right? Uh, sometimes I'm so crooked, I'll Google how to stop being crooked. <laughs> because I want to get out of that energy. Um, and, uh, and then I'll try to help myself because no one else can do it for me. I know that. No one else can do it for you. It's, it's taking responsibility for your energy, taking responsibility for your side of the street. Cause yes, that is the only thing that you can have, have control over. So you may as well exert control over it. You may as well admit that you have this power to change. Um, if you are in a funk and I'm not saying be fake and, 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 uh, you know, toxic positivity. No, 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 not that. Uh, you got to feel the feelings. I'm, I'm a huge believer in that. But then it gets to a point when you've stopped, you know, you, you're, you realize that maybe you're just in a, a downward spiral and you just want to help yourself get out and you can, and there are ways to just kind of recognize like, okay, what can I do to help myself? So things, simple things like, you know, when I'm in a funk, listen to music, go for a walk, get some exercise, eat something, drink some water. It's very, very rudimentary stuff right? To try to get us and to lift our moods. And again, all backed by uh, neuroscience, biochemicals, biochemistry, psychology, that we can take control of our moods. We can have a more concerted effort, a more conscious effort of, of how we go about this, uh, our world, a more conscious effort of, of our well-being, a more conscious effort of, of how, what we're putting out there um, uh, in the world. And, you know, even if you're just around your house yourself, you know, how, how do you move through the house? What do you look like when you're going, looking at yourself in the mirror? How are you holding your face, right? There's so much evidence around how you even hold your face. And if you got a scowl, our bodies, our bodies are just like these um, uh, rudimentary uh, bio biology that is kind of reacting to our mood and our energy and our vibe that we bring. And these are all words that, you know, were kind of woo-woo 10 years ago, but now just like a lot of these things, um, we now know there's all kinds of science behind it. So, you know, I'm, I, again, not into the toxic positivity. However, if you smile... <laughs> It actually does create biochemical reaction in your body um, that is a more happy dopamine uh, reaction versus if you got a scowl and your your brows are all furrowed and mm, I tell my husband you got your eyebrows on that's what he because it's not, sometimes his eyebrows go down so much it's like he can't even see and when he's got his eyebrows on and I'll say that to him and often I'll get a giggle or something out of him and and he can say the same thing to me. And it's, oh, right, you know, sometimes don't, you don't even realize, you know, of course, they call it uh, resting bitch face or, or whatever. Um, uh, but it's, it's kind of like, you know, how, how are you just existing? How are you being? Are, are you being hard on yourself? Are you being hard in your mind? And, and your face and your body language and your vibe is really a reflection of, of your inner dialogue or monologue, I should say. But I guess it kind of sometimes feels like we talk to ourselves. But that inner kind of workings that's going on is, is, is how you're putting yourself out into the world. 
So of course, one of the best ways we can own our energy and, and you know, get a, get a higher vibe, um, because don't forget what we're putting out, we're getting back. So do you want high vibe things back or do you want low vibe things back, right? So to be able to, um, you know, speak nicely to yourself, get, offer yourself uh, self-compassion, self-acceptance, self-forgiveness, self-love, all of these things, you know, these tiny little thoughts of positivity, of cheerleading and encouraging yourself, absolutely, sincerely help to raise your vibe, raise your existence so that you're, it's, it's, it's the snowball effect, right? Uh, and that's what I loved about um, uh, the new Taylor Swift song. And I'm putting it in now because as longtime listeners will know, I can't put top 40 songs in because of the radio show, um, the radio station uh, criteria. So I'm get, putting this song in now uh, before it becomes a potential uh, top 40. But, you know, I, I want to encourage you this walk-in conscious that uh, Dr. Jill Bolt uh suggests, you know, like owning and realizing like you have an effect on other people, you have an effect on your reality, you have an effect on your present and your future. And you know, you know, it's time for us to stop playing victim. Um, you know, and I know your your things have happened to you. I'm, and I will never ever discount or minimize hard things that happen. Um, I don't know of a single person who doesn't have a traumatizing, devastating story to share of hardships. But there gets to a point when we, you know, have to actually be like, okay, that happened to me and it, you know, it was crappy, but what can I do to positively create a future that I actually want versus this one, uh, this, this past issue or this past hurt, like one of the best ways to heal, um, is to create a, a better life for yourself as opposed to stay into the funk, you know? And so we should stop playing victim and, and, um, and, and stop leaning into the convenient lie that we are victims of circumstance or victims of life or victims of, of other people. Because that's a convenient lie that, that we could use to stay small. And this world doesn't need you to stay small. This world needs you to, to stand up. Ah, another line of Taylor Swift's album, I think it's like, you know, what's, what's a diamond to do? You got to shine. It's, this is, the world needs you to shine. The world needs you to be your confident, strong self as much as you can. Because we've got a lot of work to do. And, and you're important. And, and your ideas and, and what you bring to this world is important. And saying anything else is you playing small and playing victim and not owning your own energy, not owning your own potential, not owning your own powerfulness. Because the reality is, is you are powerful beyond your imagination. And part of of really understanding your power is taking responsibility for it and that life is not happening to you and that you are an agent of your own life. You are an agent maybe of change, maybe you're an agent of peace, maybe you're an agent of love, but that you, this life is yours and that whatever you put out into it, whatever you decide is a priority, whatever you focus on, that is what's going to come back to you again in the, in the physics um, of it all. And, you know, another kind of thing in the, in the, the uh, vein of this is practicing emotional regulation, you know. And so if we are uh, certainly, you know, we all get to a point where we're frustrated or, or, or angry or out of patience or in reality, exhaustion uh, certainly can lead to that to a lot, to a lot of women. Um and so, you know, if we're feeling, and this happens to me, uh, we're feeling like, you know, we're short, we're snappy, cranky, um, and we're taking it on our loved ones, because who else do we take it out on, right? Because we know it's safe to do so. 
relatively uh, in that way that they're not going to completely abandon us. Uh, but of course, that's not fair. That's not fair to them. And you don't want that done to you. So there's a real uh, kind of um, value in practicing emotional regulation and checking in with yourself. So another way to talk about owning your own energy and, and owning your own vibe is check ha practicing emotional regulation of like if you're you know, uh, down in the dumps, if you're, uh, you know, do something about it. And that's one of the things I love to think about. It's like anxiety is the uh, reality of um, inaction. So once you do something about it, again, simple things, go pet your dog, um, you know, uh, do some painting, do something creative, uh, talk to a friend, like do something and you will feel better. And that's you practicing emotional regulation so that you and your vibe and your energy can match more of who you want to be and create can create more of the life you actually want as opposed to feeling like in recovery, in reaction um, to what's happening. And I say this uh, to our wonderful, amazing listeners, um, and I love you all so very much, uh, in a way to, to encourage and empower you to own your power. And this is just one more way to do it. And I'm so, uh, so excited to just kind of talk to you about emotional regulations, owning your energy, having good boundaries, none of these leaky boundaries where you, you're spilly with your, your energy and you're spilly uh, with, with your karma, right? Because again, Newtonian, what you put out there, you get back. So what do you want back? You know, and stop trying to own the room and start trying to own your energy in the room because that's actually something you can do. Um, and it's something that uh, even if you don't try to own your energy, your energy still having an effect. Your vibe, your tone, your body language, your facial expressions, all these things have an effect. If you're, if you're going to the store, if you're driving, we have an effect on one another. And saying anything different is just a lie. We are social animals. And uh, actually, it's one of the things I do find uh, living in the Netherlands, uh, one of the challenging things is uh, versus where I come from, people smile a lot where I come from. And uh, walking around with a smiling face in the Netherlands is just not as common. <laughs> it's just not as common. And that has personally affected me, I can be honest and say, and like I've had to like have almost conversations with myself of like, this is just a, a societal norm here. They're not actually scowling at me. Um, and then when I'm smiling at them, sometimes, actually often, I get a look of like, what do you want, crazy lady? <laughs> uh, so it can be a little rough, but then it's not, it's not everyone. And like, you know, I do smile and I get a smile back and I'm like, ah, yes, another fellow human being. Fantastic. Um, so again, it's just one of those simple, simple things of us being so, such an interactive um, a species that we, um, that's what we do. We, we feed off one another, even if it's subconscious or unconscious. So one of the most beautiful things we can acknowledge about ourselves and each other is that we have an energy, a vibe, an essence that is, you know, tied up in all those things I said, you know, your, your, your how you hold your face, how you hold your shoulders, um, how you move about in the world. Um, and, and, and how you interact, the way you speak, your word choice, all of this, uh, it, it's how you feel is demonstrated in how you come across. And why not own it and put an effort into making it more, how you come across more accurate to how you want to be seen, 
how you want to be in this world, how you want to uh, leave a room, you know, uh, have a, a real kind of desire to leave a place better than I found it. And if we all did that, what, what a beautiful world it would be. And I think this is like one of those little tiny but huge things that we could do to really make this world better is to take responsibility for, for what we bring, take responsibility for our side of the street and then clean up that side of the street, right? I love that saying when I'm talking to my husband uh, in, about marriage. Uh, I, I, I think he likes it too. I don't know. I should ask him. But owning your side of the street is a really beautiful concept. It actually causes me to be a little bit calmer um, because I can remember, oh, this is what I'm in control of. And if I'm in control of it, that means I have power. And whenever I have power is when I feel stronger. It's when I feel less anxious because uh, I know that, you know, I, I can handle it. I, I, I can, I have power to exert. I am not a victim. Uh, and I have to remind myself of this. So don't feel bad if you had to remind yourself of that either. All right. So uh, I hope you got uh, something from this to encourage you to, you know, when you're coming home from work or when you're entering a room or a grocery store or, you know, whatever, whatever you're doing where you're entering and, and, you know, you're, you're there and you're about to expose, you put your healthy boundaries up. So you're not letting other people's energy come into you, but then you're putting out a, a positive energy, right? And, and we're going to have that positive impact that has a cascading effect, you know, the pebble in the pond so that we can, you know, build and get her to our higher vibe, because I'll tell you something. Okay, this is a great example. So this is the reality. So uh, in the UK, of course, uh, Liz Truss uh, just stepped down as, as a recording. Uh, she stepped down uh, yesterday. And so, you know, Liz Truss put out something to the world, her um, mini budget that was so chaotic, that the International Monetary Fund was like, this is terrible and will cause so much in inequity and poverty and, um, you know, people will die. Now, when the International Monetary Fund is saying those things, like, whoa, whoa, they're, they're not known as being any kind of a progressive body, right? Um, and so, uh, but her, she was, of course, the crux of it was to uh, borrow money for massive tax cuts. So she put off this kind of chaos, uh, out into the, to the UK, out into the world, which, um, you know, had a response. This action had an equal and opposite reaction where everybody knew, uh, because so much conservative politics and conservative economic politics in particular is, uh, atrocious. It's terrible, um, at, for people who are not super rich. And so sure the tax cuts to the rich, the conservatives keep talking about this trickle down uh, economics, but there's never been a single, single uh, piece of evidence that this has ever worked ever. It's literally a joke. It's it's never worked. You, you If you cut taxes for the rich, it does not create and never in any place in this world has it ever created more jobs or helped anyone but the rich. But they keep saying this lie as though it's real, uh, believing, drinking their own Kool-Aid. And even though she was she was completely out of touch with reality and evidence and the conservatives, she's a super conservative, um, it, she put out this chaos budget that would have hurt so many people. And what happens? The British pound bottoms out more than it ever has. People uh, pull their money out of the UK because they're worried about the instability. That's not even mentioning um, all the individual people who were terrified. Um, that they'd freeze to death 
in their own houses. If terrified, they wouldn't have food. Terrified. There's moms, uh, even right now, who, who are saying how they that moms are going on one meal a day so that their kids can eat. You know, inflation is, is a real thing. And and um, putting this, this tax cuts in was only going to increase inflation. So Liz Truss, with her mini budget, and then a watered-down version of the mini budget, created such chaos. That's what she put out into the world. And then what came back to her? more chaos, right? To the point where they were like, nope. So her, the, uh, the equal and opposite reaction to her reaction was like, nope, <laughs> can't do it. Nope. So that's a, it's a good, uh, political, uh, geopolitical just, uh, example of, of, of what we do does matter and what we put out into the world, we will get back. And, you know, let us remember that. Let us remember how powerful we are and, and like to not be paralyzed by it, but to be empowered by it. And sure, you know, there was tons of times, tons of places where she could have fixed, Liz Truss could have uh, improved things as well. Let's not forget. But, you know, there was a, you know, a doubling down and then a wishy-washy and a back and forth. And, and uh, I don't know, I hope, I hope conservatives the world over have learned their lesson and how uh, completely um, horrible this is uh, to any economic plan. Let us be a lesson. Let us let us understand this. Let us start to own our own energy and what we put out there, because we are very very powerful uh, for the good or the bad, really. And why not choose to improve our situation? Why not choose to help each other? Why not choose to raise our vibe instead of um, you know lowering it and bring it down into a, a downward spiral? Karma is real, in in the way that. You get back what you give. So why not give? Give yourself included. You are part of the world. Do not forget. You are part of the world that's closest to you. Why not give yourself the high vibe energy, the love, the self-compassion, the self-acceptance that you easily give other people in comparison to what you give yourself? Why not own the energy you come into the room and realize that you do have an effect on other people? If we were more aware of the effect we had on others, we could change the world in a generation. If we understood and had better emotional regulation and taught emotional regulation in schools before teaching and math, we could get rid of most violent crime and wars in a generation. So let's start having these conversations and, and, you know, let's start at home. Let's start with ourselves and leading by example is one of the best ways that women show leadership. So lead by example and treat yourself nicely. Own the energy you bring to you. Own the energy you bring to the room and own the energy you put out into the world for the, for the life and the future you want to create. Because let me remind you, you are more powerful than you can possibly imagine. So why not tap into that power? You deserve it and so does the world. And now for the featured song of the show. Got a little sneak peek of me talking about it earlier. It is Karma by Taylor Swift on her latest album called Midnights. Um, of course, I just love how punchy. So Taylor is both sweet and gritty. And this this album is pretty synthy, uh, which at the first I was like a little weird, but then I kind of really got into it. Um, it, but this song in particular, um, it's just, it's just very Taylor Swift in the way that it's just very honest and, um, it's also very relatable 
And uh, but I really love that she's talking about this karma as as something that that she's uh, you know acknowledges and and karma can be your friend and karma can make you feel calm. You know, one of the ways that karma feels calm for me is um, when I was younger, I used to think that um, you know when people were uh, bad apples, bad seeds. Now I realize, you know, when they were abusive and predators and narcissists, I could I could see it very easily uh, when I was younger, um, and I would think that I had to be the town crier, be like, this person is a, a predator, this person, you know, and, and I would say in kind of um, not helpful to myself ways, um, because I think I was I was feeling like I wanted to protect other people. But what ended up happening was I looked like the crazy one. I looked like the, the problematic one. So then I kind of like uh, settled into karma and I realized that, you know, I might be able to see it before other people, but given time, the truth will come out. Given time, you know, the predator, the narcissists, the abuser will show their true colors. And, you know, I'll, I can be there to support those that uh, have been hurt by um, such a person, but I don't need to be look crazy <laughs> myself. Uh, and, and be detrimental to, uh, to myself. So yes, karma can actually feel calming as well as, you know, uh, he'll get his <laughs> kind of thing. And I don't mean it in a vengeful way, although, you know, there is a place for, for kind of fun, petty revenge and talk about that. And I'm, I'm kind of into, you know, not, not shaming ourselves for, for, uh, having, having such human thoughts, um, it's, it's, it's better, I think, to accept ourselves in our whole imperfect way. Uh, but there's something so cool about realizing, you know, you get what you give, um, you, what you put out, you will get back. Um, and that, um, to just trust that the universe, the laws, the physics, physical laws of the universe will take care of those who wrong other people. Uh, maybe not always, maybe not on a timeline that you would want. Uh, but that, that it, that it will, uh, eventually happen. And in the meantime, you know, screw them. Uh, what you have to do is take care of your own energy, take care of your own world, your own present and future, uh, your own healing, your own path, your own journey, uh, taking care of the energy that you bring in to wherever you're going. That is much more powerful, um, than, than anything else anyone could ever throw at you. So, um, I would love to hear, know what you think of, um, uh, the new, uh, Taylor Swift album. And I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. Of course, email me anytime, kelly at strongwomenco.com. And, uh, I'm going to let Taylor Swift take it away and I'll talk to you again in two weeks time. Mad mega love everyone. Mwah. You're talking shit for the hell of it Addicted to betrayal but you're relevant You're terrified to look down Cause if you dare, you see the glare Of everyone you burn just to get there It's coming back around And I keep my side of the street clean Yeah.
spider boy, king of these Weave your little webs of opacity My pennies made your crown Trick me once, trick me twice Don't you know the cash ain't the only price It's coming back around And I keep my side of the street clean You Like a bounty hunter Karma's gonna track you down Step by step from town to town Sweet like justice Karma is a queen Karma takes all my friends to the summit Karma is the guy on the screen Coming straight home to me Karma is my boyfriend 